0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers. Welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberias Boy.
1: we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video about playing golf, another horror book about Freddy's, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing, Riley Van Dyke. What? Riley runs a construction company and builds buildings.
0: Hey guys, mm-hmm. I'm Riley Van Dyke and uh, I'm just building America one brick at a time.
1: Mhm. Well today we're going to start off with a video of the week and this is going to be a swing.
0: And now it's time for The Video Game of the Week
1: Today's video game is Super Golf This is made by Noisy Games Because it's on Roblox You're able to play on PC, Mac, Xbox And even your cell phone And it is free
0: I love free
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you may remember Noisy Games from their other games, Treasure Quest, and Noodle Arms.
0: Wow, it sounds amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. So first off, you appear on a golf course, and you're allowed to join other players or play with your friends on a private server. The cool thing is, private servers are free, so you're allowed to select your controls, and I always pick the keyboard and mouse because I'm on a desktop. And they're way more accurate than a controller, by the way. Now, you are moved to hole one, and you are able to take your shot. This looks like putt-putt, and you attempt to get the ball in the hole. You are competing with the other people in the server, and if there's a tie, it goes to who was the
0: fastest. You hear that? The fastest.
1: Mm-hmm. So, there's a timer at the top of the screen, and as soon as the first person finishes the hole, it forces the other players to go faster. You are able to see the scoreboard and find out how you're going to be compared to the other players in the game. I played against my dad, and even though it was always so close, he would always beat me, like, in three or four strokes. What?
0: Mm -hmm. That's That's pretty sweet, man.
1: Yeah, I gotta get better. Well, one time I got a hole in one on a par of six. Can you believe that? It took a lot of hard work to do that shot. Well... There was a ramp that had the hole on it, so there was a lot of jumps and I skipped them all and got in the hole. Oh man. (laughs) Like a ramp at the start and there's like a (laughs) whole course here waiting for me. But if you hit it hard enough, it jumps over almost every obstacle and it just flies right in.
0: Wow. It's
1: called angles (laughs) p Parabolas, math, yeah. Well, I give Super Golf 10 out of 10 stars because I really enjoyed this game while competing with my dad. It was so much fun to jump the ball over edges in order to get to the hole faster than the other players in the course. If you like golf, you should most definitely play this game.
0: I love golf, man. I'm gonna it with my, my family. That's mm-hmm. yeah, a sweet game.
1: And now it's time for the book of the week "Fighting Nights at Freddy's The Fourth Closet. This book is written by Scott Carthen. Lambert's at the back of the book. In fact, Riley, would you like to do the honors?
0: Sure, Tiberius. Let me take a look at it. What really happened to Charlie? It's the question that John can't seem to shake. John just wants to forget the whole terrifying saga of Freddy Fazbear's pizza. But the past isn't so easily buried. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Sounds good.
1: Mm hmm. Well, this is an AR book that is worth one full point. Ooh. It's rated for 3rd grade and six a month, but it's marked for 12 and up because of the scary content. This is a great book for kids that love horror stories. So there's a teenager, and her name is Charlie.
0: I used to love horror stories, especially about people named Charlie.
1: Now, if you know the Five Nights at Freddy's game, you would know that Charlie was one of the business partner's daughters. But if you remember the last book, there was a team of big animatronics that killing people that looked for Charlie and eventually found her and killed her in the end. But the next day, the friends were at a restaurant and well, there she is, Charlie's just standing there. But she seems different.
0: Hmm. Very cool. Hmm. Very interesting.
1: So, as we knew from the last book, Charlie had died from the animatronics, but this time was different because John, her boyfriend, had a bad feeling about her because he knew that she was dead. Because what happens is the new Charlie is being tested, and no one knows if his new Charlie is actually Charlie.
0: I wonder who's the real Charlie.
1: Well, I get Five Nights at Friday, so 4th closet, 1,000 out of 10 stars, because it was really cool that Charlie did something cool at the end.
0: The real one.
1: And I almost cried at the end of this amazing series. And I can't wait for you guys to read the series.
0: Tiberius, you really cry at the end of this series? I almost did. Mm-hmm.
1: And now it's time for our interview of an interesting person. Today's guest could be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing, Riley! Woo! van dyke hey guys riley runs a construction company and builds buildings
0: Hey guys i'm riley nice to meet y'all nice Mm. to be here
1: nice so first off how are you enjoying being on the show
0: so far tiberius it is it's amazing i'm absolutely loving it i uh i just think that it's just a great great thing you're doing here tiberius it's amazing Mm
1: -hmm. So, you were this as a guy that builds buildings. What got you interested in doing this? Do you like Legos as a kid?
0: You know what's funny you said, Tiberius? I actually loved Legos as a kid. Um, Legos are fun. You know, I got a lot of hands-on experience with my grandfather. He was a great, great man. He wasn't a builder, but he was a builder of people for mm-hmm. sure. So, I kind of got to see how, you know, a great man like him and just how he handled people and life's about relationships. So... I just love being to have the opportunity to do with the things i i do and just helping people along the way and building relationships that's what i'm most that's what I'm in business for so hmm. yeah,
1: so how long have you been doing this?
0: Well, I've been doing this since like since college um i uh after college i took a job at a big construction company in in local town here called h j high it was a great great experience nope. No complaints at all. Working there taught me a lot of valuable things. Um, that was about five years ago, five, five six years ago. So I've been mm. doing it since then.
1: So, what kind of buildings do you make?
0: Well, that's a good question, Tiberius. I, I actually do a lot of different buildings. So, like, I do some commercial work. So, like, when I say buildings, I mainly build, like, the shell of them. Mm. So it's like imagine, like, a, tur- a turtle, you know, and you have just the. Just the hard shell, the outer layer of it. But you don't have all the insides, Mm -hmm. all the finished stuff. But I'm building that shell, the turtle, very, very big and very, very strong. So So you're
1: building, like, the foundation and the walls and stuff.
0: Yes, so the concrete stuff, like the foundations, the block walls, and a lot of the wood frame work as well. And and some exterior. We like to make the shell look pretty, so we did put on some exterior finishes as well. Mm -hmm. So like Like stucco and and bricks and all sorts of stuff like that, yeah. Half bricks? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So like on a gas station, do you install the tanks and the pumps or put in the countertops and the soda machines?
0: Actually, neither. Actually, not at all. So I would build like the 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 shell of it like the the metal studs that hold up the building and all the countertops so like yeah
1: now what's the most misunderstood part about this job
0: well definitely the most misunderstood part about this job is that construction people are lazy or people that didn't go through um classical education or all sorts of stuff. It's uh it kind of gets a bad stigma for the people that work, but we're just tradesmen. You know, we like to work in the trades and it's it's a rising thing in this country. We are we are projected to lose almost our entire workforce that is skilled and and, and um uh, and there's a lot of great money and a lot of great opportunities in it as yeah. well. That's that's exactly why I do do this. And it's uh it's a great opportunity to to learn from these old men who teach you all these things, you know, it's, it's a, it's a blessing.
1: Mm-hmm. So when you're building buildings, do you start with an empty ground? or Are you changing a building that's already
0: there? So Tyrese is a good, great question. I mean, I think that we do both. Um, we do a lot of, of residential stuff as well. So we do a lot of remodels of houses. So like, I'm not the guy pulling the permits, but I do, mm-hmm. I do work hand in hand with a lot of general contractors uh, mainly just one, if I need to get a permit pulled, uh, he can, I can go through him, and he trusts me. Um, it's also, you know, he, he he plays a big part in it as well, and he's the guy that makes sure everything's finished at the end, but I'm the main guy making sure the job gets done. So, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Like his general manager?
0: Yes, more or less, yep.
1: Okay. So, do you design the buildings that you make, or do you follow a blueprint made by someone else?
0: So, I... F- I- I make I follow a blueprint. I also make buildings that I design them myself as well. It just depends on the on the certain thing if it needs it's a shop drawing, which is basically just a you know, a simple little, you know, simple illustration of what the job's going to be like, but most of our projects they're signed and sealed from an architect and the city. So we go okay. we we, have to, we do what's called build per, build per plan. My old mentor Chuck Taylor told me that and that's what we do. We roll with everything oh. we do, build per plan.
1: Does running a construction company require a lot of training?
0: Absolutely, it does. Yeah, it's a big it's a big responsibility. Um, when you're having to, uh, it's a very complicated process of trying to translate what's on paper into a into reality, and having to the the, the hardest problem is having these skilled laborers show up and know what they're doing. But the good, the good news is, is that I do a lot of the work, uh, some of myself, and I have a great crew of guys around me that help me with all my stuff as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Now, my dad and I are both allergic to manual labor. <laughs> and while construction sounds like a lot of work, <laughs> do you have to do all the physical stuff, or do you have to hire people to do the hard stuff?
0: Now, I'm, I'm not a stranger to the hard work. I, I love working with my hands. Um, it comes naturally to me. Um, it's definitely the best you know, it's a thing, but I have to hire a lot of, a lot of help. It depends on the job. You know, if it's a big job, we have, you know, quite a few, we got to hire quite a few people. And, uh, if it's a small job, I'll usually take me and a couple guys and we'll just go in there and knock it out of the park. So, mm-hmm. yep.
1: Cool. Now what's the best part about being a building contractor?
0: Well, the best part about being a contractor is, uh, is the opportunity to interact with people in the community. And deliver quality products uh, to, fi- to families, to houses, businesses, and all sorts of other things that, you know, turning people's dreams into realities is 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 what I love seeing, and just that whole process is very very cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, what was your most challenging project ever?
0: Well, that's that's a great great one. Um, it's 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 a long story, but I'll keep it short. Um, it's uh, we we built an apartment complex there off of Goldenrod and, Cor- and Curry Ford Road, and um, we didn't build we did we did we weren't originally supposed to start and do that project, um, but we we actually got called in because the contractor the uh, the project managing company and the contractor that was in there before, they did not get in the, the required labor and and stuff in there to do the job well, we mm-hmm. actually had to redo almost all of the framing in it. So, unfortunately for that contractor, we'll not name names. They lost a ton of money. They had to double pay for the entire department complex. But, hey, it is what it is. We got the job done. We did it right and got it fixed for them. And mm-hmm. someone got a lawsuit in the mail. I'm guarantee you that. So, that was probably the hardest, most challenging project. Now,
1: what's the hardest part about being a contractor?
0: Um, getting quality labor and getting people that know what they're doing – because this world's full of uh, people that are fibbing and a lot of people are trying to get in there to get in the door but it's you know kind of hard to get to weed those people out. Mhm.
1: Now, when you look at other buildings, do you know when, how all the parts were built?
0: Um yes, m- m- more more than likely. It's, you know, I I've, I've been trained in blueprint reading and the the process of building a building from the ground up, I'm very familiar with and Pretty much anything, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there to my contractor's license. I'm almost there. That's, that's the next step I have. Um, that's just, that was just required. Just a couple of different hurdles as well. But, um, almost there. But I have all the training on when it comes to, uh, mm-hmm. to like how things are put together, like Legos, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Now, what was the craziest thing that has happened while you were doing your job?
0: Well, that. This is a couple years ago, Tiberius, and I won't get too crazy about it, but my, we hired a guy. It, we, won't, we won't name names, but he basically took a nail gun, and he had a 2x4, mm-hmm. and he was he was uh, putting up a wall, okay? Mm-hmm. So when he had the nail gun, he put his hand right on the back side of it. Oh. And, granted, this nail gun, it shot straight through the wood and right into his hand. He stapled himself to the wood. It's nuts. I have heard of crazy, crazier stories, but that's probably the one that just was like, you have to be kidding me, right? <laughs> so safety, safety is How critical. How many
1: hospital visits did you have to have just to get that removed?
0: I don't know. Probably just one. But, you know, he's done a lot of pain. And he, didn't, I mean... he didn't show back up. <laughs>
1: Okay, now who can you say was the person that helped drive your passion the most?
0: My mom, my mom. She's the one that always told me to be be bold, be brave, and go after it, son. Um, you know, and it's it's not been easy, and uh, nothing's easy, and it's it's hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what advice would you give to my listeners if they were to go run a construction company?
0: What advice I would give them is mm-hmm. to. Uh, go to school for it. Um, I did not go to school for. It. I went for business. But I, you can either go to school for it or or learn a trade and just and just understand that going to college isn't always the 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 thing that's going to get you ahead in life. Remember, the classical thing has always been to go to college to get it to get a to get a classical degree. But if but if that's not your interest and that's what you don't like to do, I would say definitely go go to a classical trade school and figure out like you know Hmm. like go to plumbing go to go to electrical like these these trades are needed they are like this is a dying breed of people that actually do this stuff for a living and it's a great opportunity for those that want to do it Hmm. so
1: oh is this an expensive job to get into i mean do you have to buy out the tools and trucks and cranes to build the buildings?
0: absolutely it is a very it's it it's a slow burn um But with a little bit of investment and a good business plan, um, you can convince a lot of people to kind of help you kind of front those initial startup costs. Um, You know, we're still in our trial period, I would say, which basically means like I've got to wait five years, you know, Mm -hmm. of of actually, you know, but we are doing excellent. You know, every year we've seen almost 500% growth. So, it's okay, been nice. it's been truly remarkable to see be a part of that and most of our referrals are just word of mouth because we are people that's that's definitely you got to be a man of your word and do what you're going to do and make things right, you know. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Now, if you could think of one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be?
0: An exoskeleton. Why? <laughs> because lifting giant pieces of plywood upstairs is annoying and it gets hot in that Florida sun or just a helmet that just blows cold air right in your head. Might Maybe you 3D print that. That one, would but. help. Yeah. That would most <laughs> definitely help. The sun is brutal out there, but it's worth it if you got some sunscreen and you wear long sleeves.
1: So, what was that one project that you're most proud of?
0: Well, Tiberius, I definitely like all my projects, um, but definitely the one I'm most, most proud of is the one that... There was some flood damage that happened um from Hurricane Ian. And uh unfortunately this uh this older couple lost uh lost some of their flooring and it came up to about where the appliances were. Not a big deal. So we went in there and we we decided just to replace all the flooring um for them for free and just do a do a little, you know, nice nice deed for the community. So for sure. That was definitely my favorite. It's a good deed. Mm-hmm
1: okay so of all the people out there what is the best type of client that should hire you
0: well anyone who any any couple or family that's looking to have their house remodeled i would say that's a good one um any business that is looking to have cutting edge solutions uh, added to their place and you know more ergonomical setups and definitely any, any, anybody looking to make a good investment for a apartment complex, I would say, or some place that's going to de- develop a passive income stream later down the road. So
1: so what is the best advice that you've ever received?
0: Um, it's from my mentor, Chuck Taylor. He once told me when I was didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, and he said, Riley, your inner self is not aligned with your outer self, and you're in constant tension. So, whenever you get that in check in line, you know, and you're you're able to kind of like not be insecure or be fluid, and that's definitely the best advice I was ever given
1: Mm-hmm. well, what was that very first job that you've ever had?
0: Well, my first job was at wet n wild mm. um I was a lifeguard at wet and wild, so wet n wild's no longer here, but it was a great experience um mm-hmm. loved it.
1: Well, was there anything you learned from that job to helped you to be a better contractor?
0: Yes. So, CPR. Um, you know, I mean, not I haven't haven't yet had to use that, but definitely it's something that I'm looking looking out for, you know, put a tourniquet on cuz there my job's inherently dangerous. So, Very. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh when you have unstable buildings that aren't finished and people tend to do shoddy work sometimes. So you tend to, you know, have to kind of keep your head out, you know, eyes open, and make sure you're not st- walking, stepping on nails, and just being very observant. I would say is what all of
1: have do. thick shoes and not walk with socks.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and you'd be surprised. People are in there with Nikes and definitely, you know, ruining, them. ruining, ruining them. Yes, absolutely. Get thick boots. Getting nails in their feet and, ha- and not going to the hospital for tetanus shots.
1: Oh goodness. <laughs> So, what message do you want to tell children all over the world about doing the work that you do?
0: Well, kids, I would definitely say that being a being a contractor and being somebody that's in the construction field, it is a profession that's never going to go away. We're always going to need people to build things. And we're always going to need people that know how to build and innovate. And if you like Legos and you like Bob the Builder or you like whoever it is, then there is a there's a profession out there for you and there is a future for you that can make you and your parents very very proud. So mm-hmm. definitely encourage people to get up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wait, hold, hold. do you know when they will finish the I four I
0: Tiberius, I have no idea when they're going to finish that uh, Orlando I store, but I definitely can say this. They are milking that budget to the very, very end, and that is what's really going on. So, need more money, need more money, need more money, so.
1: Well, when you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? Did you always know you are going to be working in construction?
0: No, actually I didn't. Um, My family, they are all like, uh, you know, doctors and lawyers. My dad's a lawyer. He's a patent lawyer. So, hmm. I kind of viewed myself as being someone that was in that field, Um. It's just funny how you know God has a plan, and I just kind of came in here and and definitely, uh, definitely, especially my mom out of all people who said to me, "You should look into construction." And then I did some market research. Market research being that I wanted to see what my competition was, and Smart. I saw that the competition was pretty much ninety percent of them are going to retire in the next ten years. So there's no one else coming up underneath that. So, that's why I got in it.
1: Nice. So, what was the biggest mistake you ever made? And how did it change as a person?
0: The biggest mistake I ever made, hmm, um, I definitely would say that being, uh, being too generous to people, I would say, without, you know, kind of out of insecurity. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say that like getting myself into financial situations that should could just out of my own kindness and goodness, you know, when I'm not really thinking about the business as a whole, you know, and I'm not preserving that, that financial thing. So like establishing the cash flow when you're first creating a company is, it's incredibly difficult. And now that I've kind of established that and I'm never going to make that mistake ever again. So smart. Yeah.
1: So when you're not building the next building, what do you do for fun?
0: Well, uh, I love to hang out with my friends. I have a lovely girlfriend, Lindsay, who she's just wrapping up nursing school. So looking forward to looking forward to that. Um, she, I I love to go hunting and fishing. Um, I love working on mechanical things like boats, cars. I do all the work, all my work for my cars. Um, yeah, I just love working with my hands. So like anything with that or just doing simple little tasks, it's just you know, I have ADHD, so I have to keep myself busy every, every everywhere. So, Same here, yeah, bro. yep. I'm diagnosed, man, since since <laughs> eight years old.
1: <laughs> well, that's a whole lot of outdoorsy stuff, and that's manual labor. Yes. So you do manual labor for fun?
0: Yes, yes. Actually, it calms my mind. It calms my mind. So I definitely enjoy it. Um, you know, I do lots of painting as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting.
1: Okay, how about this? Do you play video games, and if you do, what's your favorite
0: one? I am a FIFA champion. Got it. FIFA, FIFA, FIFA 23, Catch Me XX Resi on Xbox Live. We got it. We'll run it. We'll run some games, um, but definitely, uh, <laughs> I love FIFA. Either that or Legend of Zelda. That that that's my all-time favorite. But the game that I play religiously now. Unless until I beat the next Zelda game is FIFA, so yeah.
1: No, they're coming out with a new Zelda game.
0: They are, yeah. It's uh, it's the Breath of the Wild two, the but they they changed it something's hour something hourglass of I'm time. Not, sure. not for sure. We gotta look at that up. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so what's your favorite book to read?
0: My favorite book is uh, is The Name of the Wind by Patrick Ruff Ruffifus? Pretty sure what's his name it's a it's a book about cloth who is this uh guitar lute playing musician who travels around this world and let me tell you it is got it's a definitely an adult book but it got is it. it is a uh it, it just tells a story kind of like harry potter how it's like you have downs and you go you, you get shot down and out and you just the triumph of life that just inspires one, you know, to do, to do great things. So definitely that. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, can you tell me that one story, you know, remember, this is a kid's show, but that one story, well, that you're not supposed to tell me about, come on, you can tell me.
0: (sighs) Um... This is that's a good question, Typers. Uh Probably some something that no one knows about me is that I I don't know, like I have a weird a weird phobia of people chewing next to me. I don't know if that's if that's weird or not, but huh. like in cool. like. I don't know. I don't, is there is there a specific word for that? I'm trying to think of something else here. Hmm. I don't know. That question really caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. is there
1: anything I should think my listeners should know about you?
0: Um, I would say definitely. Uh, you. You know, hard work pays off in the end, and That's true. and I would say that it is not easy at first, but. If if you work hard, take a lesson from me. You know, I could just be a kid. You can be a kid from anywhere in this in this in this world. And if you just you just put yourself out there and try and not go into a little hole, you can you can accomplish a lot. That, and you can accomplish a lot anywhere. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, do you have a Facebook and website for my listeners? that want to follow you.
0: Yes, I do. Actually, I have. Van Dyke Construction, which is a it's on Instagram as well. Uh it's on Facebook, Instagram, Meta Metaverse. Um uh, and then I also have a website called vdcflorida.com. dot com. And that's my business website. So yeah.
1: Nice. So what's that one question that you think I forgot to ask you?
0: Well, Riley, uh what is some of the tools that you use?
1: Well, what are some of the tools that you use
0: well we have these really cool drills you know and we also have very important the classic dewalt tape measure I'm not sponsored by dewalt at all but just these are the best um and it has i don't know if you can see just you know normal 25 foot tape measure then one of our most important things, whatever the most important thing about being a construction guy, is doing a layout. So if you do, if you don't do a layout, you could actually really mess up. So you use this tape measure. It's the most important thing. Is these two, these, are your, these are your two, you know, knives and shining armor right here. You know, mm. so you know, forget all the other tools. But if you don't have yeah. these ones, you're done. And what this one does is just, its very simply just a chalk line. That creates a semi-permanent mark on things for people to kind of see where you're going to have, you know, certain types of two by fours or metal studs or wherever it is going to be. And I'm the guy who always goes and does the layout so that everybody can, you know, cut, c- cut and figure out where to go. And they just put in the Legos. But, yeah. you know, I only trust one other person. That's my partner. Sadly, he couldn't be here today. His name's Robert. Robert. He's a great dude. Um, nice. But, yeah.
1: Well, thank you, Riley, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Math Corners?
0: Absolutely. Boom.
1: <laughs> Tiberius' favorite subject it's, it's math, math Corners! corners. Woo! Thank you, Riley, for helping me with Math Corners. This week, we're going to do some more multi-step word problems. My head is always good at finding new problems for me to solve. Today, we're going to talk about sheet metal.
0: Ooh, sheet metal. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Now, Tom is building a wall out of sheet metal. Each side of a square piece of sheet metal is 8 meters long. If a wall is to be covered with 1,024 square meters, how many squares of sheet metal does Tom need to buy?
0: Hmm. Well, let me think about that.
1: Well, I'll explain it for you. Well, first, is a real, real problem because people do like to build walls. But usually, I think the squares of metal are a bit smaller.
0: Yes, absolutely. That is a huge piece of sheet metal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, to solve this one, you have to figure out how many square meters is the one square of sheet metal. So, to take that out... You have to take the size of the side and times it by itself. So, 8 times 8 is 64 Mm -hmm. square meters. So, now you have to divide the square meters by the wall of the square meters of a single sheet of sheet metal. So, now we have 1024 divided by 64 is... That's a hard one. Mm. So, you know what? We can simplify it to make it easier. Mm Mm-hmm. So since they're both even, you can divide it by 2 and give it 512 divided by 32. by 2 again, you get 256 divided by 16. And again, you get 128 divided by 8. And again, you get 64 divided by 4 and still even. So simplify it again. You get 32 divided by 2. And now one more time. And now it's 16 divided by 1, which is 16, by the way. So you need 16 squares of sheet metal. That's a whole lot of simplifying.
0: Yes, it is. That's a whole lot of simplifying, and my brain hurts now. That went
1: way too fast. That's fine. So, Riley, do you ever see sheet metal that's really eight meters square?
0: Negative, never. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could weld it, but uh, that would
1: take. It would also
0: be very structurally unstable. You'd have to have that braced up pretty well because it'd be wobbly. Oh, yep.
1: Be
0: like, like wobbling. Oh yeah, like. You know, a very interesting fact. You know, the first Atlas rockets that ever were made by NASA were structurally unsound because they, they they didn't realize that if you built something out of metal, you absolutely it ha- sound. It, you, you have to have it, constant pressure yeah. on it. So you have to fill it with like an inert gas. And then while they're filling it full of fuel, you know, that's they wild. didn't realize that. And that's why metal, sheet metal, is not very structurally sound. Mm-hmm. So interesting.
1: Now Riley, my teachers said that I would use math every day. Do you use math in all time at your work?
0: Absolutely, yep. Math is like a very, very critical thing. I mean, like I use the Pythagorean theorem almost all the time, which is a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Triangles. So it's it, yes, yeah, just for types of right, right triangles. triangles. Yes. Not actually so not scaling at all. No, just, no. Just for right triangles, and I'm de- I use that a lot to, to determine my pitch of the roof. And also, I use a lot of just simple adding, multiplication, adding, subtracting, di- division. Um, but yes, math. Be stay stay good at math because you got to use it in real world. you, um, you have to. So, yeah. especially in this industry.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Riley, for your help with math corner. You're
0: welcome, Tiberius. Thank you, Bud. <laughs>
1: And now it's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living but the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and ability. This week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. The qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You know when someone is obedient when they follow instructions willingly and throughly so this week i saw obedience was a traffic law this time it was not a red light but instead it was a school bus now i remember being on tv talking about how to stop on both sides of the street when a school bus stops and that you can keep going there's a medium between the sides but this week i saw it myself i was in the car and my dad stopped suddenly we were not at a crosswalk or anything and i looked and saw a bus with kids running out of it Two kids ran across the street and I remember why it's so important for drivers to be obedient to the school bus rules. My dad was obedient with a good attitude and he was smiling. But I think it was because I got to see it and understand it for myself. And he thought it was a good learning moment.
0: I think so too. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. What a great So Riley, did you just hear you use obedience at all this week?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um well it's funny, I'm a I'm a I'm a very good very practicing good Christian, I would like to say. Um but I'm not one of those super, super crazy people. But the point is, is that uh, I was listening to I have, like, moments. When I first wake up, I give it to God. So I say my prayers, and I just I, – I actually breathe, like, trying to breathe life into, like, my day. It's just kind of, like, manifesting mm-hmm. it. But a lot of times when I pray, I, like – I give like the ninety percent. I ninety percent of me is just listening, and the other ten percent is just me actually speaking. So when God tells me to have obedience, it's mainly obedience towards Him and trying to follow His word and what He tries to say and tries like tries to prevent in my life. So yes.
1: Hmm. Well, of all of the heart of the lion virtues, which is the one that you see the most?
0: Probably nobility. Um, nobility is is you know like chivalrous knights, you know we go back to talk about video games and all sorts of stuff like i just i have a heart for people that try to hold themselves to a certain standard and it this this world needs more of that and people that hold themselves to a certain standard and don't slip away from those virtues so definitely
1: mm-hmm. well we should always try and be are lying strong in everything we do shouldn't we
0: absolutely yes lying strong all the way
1: And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Ryan Lee Van Dyke for being on my show. It has been so much in time today. Thank you. I think we learned a lot about the world of construction and the building of buildings.
0: Well, I hope I definitely could have you know, opened some eyes and been a help and a, and a smile to others out there. So thank you.
1: Well, do you mind giving your website again?
0: Yes, so definitely. Um, my website is V as in Victor, D-C, uh, Florida.com. And uh, my social media is just Van Dyke Construction, LLC. So, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Type of U Show. And please be sure to visit The Type U Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Type of U Show with their host, What's up, yes, boy? Woo!